Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> the technical difficulties have already begun. Oh no. Wait, what? Mom, Mom, wait, now everything is normal. You guys were all frozen. No, you. No, you were. Oh, you guys were all frozen for a second. No, you were the one. This is the mistake it's we made, inviting someone on who has the same big three as Elsa. Right. Molly, and, you need to share. No, and I went to Reiki yesterday, and she was like, in a past life, someone stabbed an ice pick through your heart, but don't worry, the angels are like melting it. I'm like, so I'm Elsa <laughs> and Anna? I'm Elsa and Anna. No. No, isn't that crazy? I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no, I literally was like, so you seem frozen, right? Because I'm Anna. And she was like, yeah, I guess. I guess. Were you relating to that more as Elsa or more as Anna? Well, in my head, I already had it that I was Elsa. So hearing that, I was like, wait, I need to do some analyzing. Well, maybe, maybe in a past. Wait, go ahead, Heidi. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like in, in a past. Well, now in this one, you're Elsa. Because right. it's like the the cycles of redemption, so it would right. be one to the other. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Fifth Element, a podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Yes, <laughs> I, I feel like there's a lot to discuss about past lives of right. three of you. But before we get into that, maybe you all should introduce yourselves. Oh, I'm hiding. <laughs> I, I am the middle sister. How, how deep are we going? How <laughs> we can go as deep as we want. Do you want to share your big three? Do you want to share oh. maybe a fun fact? Your TikTok okay. handle? A what? Your TikTok handle? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I am a Capricorn with a Virgo moon and Gemini rising. And a fun fact. Um, I can sing with my mouth closed. <laughs> yeah, but and I, talk. <laughs> and talk. That's true. Do you want to give a little taste for our YouTube? watchers sure sure should i say the <laughs> classic line <laughs> she only says one line and it's quite interesting i thought by classic line you meant you're gonna like do our whole intro <laughs> no it gives quite the scare <laughs> i guess i'm just doing it okay Daddy, daddy, I'm stuck in the closet and i can't get out please holy daddy i'm stuck in the closet right 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 so that's the one right Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we got that out there. Got that out of the way. Yeah, I feel like everyone knows you really well now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and our other guest? I'm Molly. I'm obviously the youngest. Um, you know, I really don't have any fun facts, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, I really have to wrap stabbed with an ice pick in a past life. That's okay. That's a fact. What's your big three? Oh, um, Capricorn, Sun, Scorpio, Moon, Aquarius, Rising. Um, how do you both feel about coming on this podcast? Because it's been a long time coming and it's been like pulling teeth. Right, it has been a long time. 
<laughs> Although they were since since day one, they're they're not as prone to the spotlight as the as the Leo rising sibling is. So right. how are you both feeling now that we're here? I'm feeling like I just don't know what's to come. Mm. Like I really don't. So I'm just like Capricorns love a plan. They love right. a plan. Yeah, no. <laughs> they do. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. No, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it anyway. But it, it is suspenseful. <laughs> it's interesting for sure. I feel like it's pretty um, symbolic of like our relationships where I'm like, you just need to come do this thing, like be in this play, like come to this thing, oh, like, exactly. do this thing. and you're both just like, okay, but like, what's going to happen? And I'm like, if you it's don't just a matter realize... of when it's going to happen and what's going to happen within it, because it's obviously going to happen. Yeah. You know? Right. 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 And Keely, you all know Keely. So I feel like that makes it easier and Keely's met you both several times in real life and so I feel like it's just an opportunity for our listeners we've had Keely's brother on several times not her sister yet but I feel like it's nice little round table for listeners to like get a little glimpse into our lives a little bit more no for sure no and I love that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know we've been asking our guests this season like what led you to this point in your life? But I think maybe we'll switch a little bit and be like, what was it like growing up with Emily as a sister? Like, what was your relationship, the three of you, as sister? <laughs> right, right, right. And how has that led you to this very moment? Yes. Well, we used to play really intense emotional games that had me <laughs> right they were, they were so intense like <laughs> but they were so fun but I remember like we would love like when Emily would play with us like I just wait remember. I don't remember the intensity I'm just thinking of like Helen Keller and like <laughs> oh we played okay. we literally used to that's like bad, but we. I literally- know that's why I just called it the intense game. <laughs> right, right, right. I wasn't sure how deep we could go. <laughs> no, right. But I that is like core memory in my mind. But oh, yeah. me too. She's like, because the after the movie, we would get, we would literally fixate on the signing in the hand, and that's. What I was obsessed do. with sign language, and I taught him sign language. So we literally kids were playing Bible going like that. Most kids were playing house, and you all were playing Helen Keller at Emily's we were playing request. Both, yeah, we were playing both. There was a crossover for sure. I'm literally crying already. This is great. Okay. (laughs) But they both know sign language because of it. Right. That's actually true. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. No, and we used to, like, do these plays. Emily would craft these, like, genius plays. Oh, I just remember one of them being genius. I don't remember because I, like, never did them. Yeah, that's, I always backed out. Is it because you were and then, and then Molly was and backed out, and then I, I like had, like, I was literally a baby. Yeah, and they're like, memorize your lines, and I'm like, but I don't. <laughs> That's the thing, you're, like, four, well, I'm, like, what, six, but then I have to play both roles. I had to be, like, the dog and the girl, and then, like, there was so much pressure, because Emily was, like, you have to do, no, but I did love it, I think. Well, and the thing was, it's, like, I would make these plays, but they were in my head. And then I would like 
portray the vision and like portray the lines but like I would just be like you better remember it <laughs> and then like as it was being spoken if it wasn't like what was in my head like it was wrong <laughs> it was like right. it was like actual like yeah but one of, them was, one of them was really I'm just gonna say the plot of one of them because I will never forget it like it's so good I was this girl and my name was Be Quiet. Oh, I remember and that I one. had a dog named Trouble, and Molly was my dog named Trouble. And so my dog ran away at the beginning of school, and I was going around to the teachers, have, have you seen my dog? And they're like, what's your name? And I'd be like, Be Quiet. And then they'd be like, don't talk to me like that. And everyone would like shove me away. And then eventually they're like, what's your name? And I was like, I get to the principal, and I'm like, Be Quiet. And then they're like, don't talk to me like that. Are you looking for trouble? And then trouble was my dog's name who I had lost that morning. So I was like, yes. Right. It was quite genius. Lin-Manuel is quaking. <laughs> right. <laughs> the thing wow. is like these plays, we would just like show sometimes no one, but like they should have been shown to the world. Right. We would definitely play house like multiple times a day. That's what I, I always tell people that my life was like, I was taking breaks from playing house like at school. Like my life like was like, I just like called Molly auntie. Like we just like. Oh yeah. Like that was my life. Even at, even at dinner, we we're like, all right, let's pretend we're going to a restaurant. We're leaving the kids at home with the babysitter. Like literally our life was house. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we weren't playing house, that was like mom's night out. <laughs> <laughs> like literally that was our break was like normal life wow what about your home life otherwise like maybe the parents the way your parents raised you or like what tv shows you were watching like what led to this consensus of we're just gonna play house and like love it and that's our life well that's literally like what it was and the shows that we did watch were the most iconic that like because it was literally like that's so raven yeah <laughs> Full House, and like Brady Bunch. And when we watched TV, though, we would be pretending we were at a movie theater, like we were still playing Hounds. Right. But we I think it's because we were obsessed with. Well, I was obsessed with babies, and then yeah. when Heidi was born, I was obviously like, I'm her mom, and was like always playing with Heidi, like as if she was my baby. But then my mom like loved the fact that we loved babies. And so all of our toys were like baby. I mean, this is a lot of kids, but like baby dolls and like the little kitchen and the strollers and everything. So it was just like a natural progression. And then when Molly was born, it was like, oh, like now I have two babies and now Heidi has a baby. And so it's like, just. Yeah, I was going to ask about the dolls. Mm. Baby dolls. Mm. Specifically like, the ones that weighed seven pounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our mom would literally bet on eBay for like nights on end trying to like bet on these babies. And they were just like yeah. hyper realistic or they're, yeah, they're basically like a real baby, yeah. And my mom would have to like promise the maker that like it wasn't going to children. Like these Yeah, because kids aren't kids. supposed to play with these babies. These babies are like therapeutic for like older women. You know? 
Like literally, they're yeah. not baby dolls. And then all I would do is like go shopping for doll clothes, but like baby. But clothes. they were real clothes because they could fit in infant clothing. So we would literally go to Target and like buy them outfits. And we yeah. still have a whole tub. Yeah, when of there's them. good outfits, yeah, they're so good. And we would like bring them in public, and people would literally think they were babies. Oh yeah. Oh, literally. We brought them to friendlies. We bought. We brought them to friendlies breakfast like every Saturday morning. And once in the waiter, like, literally almost dropped his drink. He was so scared because we were, like, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. So the curtain is being pulled away right now. But that, that was when we were, like, older. Like, we didn't get those until we were, like, old. Okay. Well, you don't have to reveal that. <laughs> literally, I was, like, I, was, like I think for my 11th or 10th birthday, I got Bethany. Okay, well, I got my first one when I was, like, nine. No. Older? No, you were older. 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 How? Because you got Anya and I got Bethany after you. Yeah, but, like, I think you were probably, like, 13 or 12. I think I was 12. I feel like I was, like, in sixth grade. Because you, then I must have gotten mine years after you did. Yeah, we got them funneling in for years. Oh, I thought I got Bethany, like, very shortly after you got Anya. I don't know. All I know is that Bethany, like, very much holds a special place place in my heart. No, when I see Anya, like, it takes me back to a time that is so, like, emotional. profound. No, when I, like smell her and like hold her I'm like is this actually my child no it's different sometimes because MZ will come over and Heidi will get the babies out for her the babies the dolls out for her (laughs) and I'll go in there and like Eden will be sitting on the couch and like I can't not walk by her like I'll like go in and like say hi to Eden oh MZ like left like girl and Annie left the baby in the car and someone was like standing outside my work. They're like, there's an, like, people are literally oh. like, there's an car. And I was getting gas, and the guy was like, oh my God, I just almost had a heart attack. Like, I thought that was a real baby. And I'm like, did you? I mean, she looks real, but like, how real? Right. Yeah. Right. And why would she be there? Right. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah. House dolls plays, dances. Heidi and Molly did a lot of, like, when we got the, when we got, like, a family computer, they did a lot of webcam, like, performances. Oh, about the computer games. Oh. oh. Computer games also, so, like, place my heart. Yeah. But photo booth, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Right. The photo booth performances. Yeah, I used to dance on photo booth, like, literally every single day. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. And Heidi, you also spent some time with one Abby Lee Miller. Oh, you could say. <laughs> booty camp. Didn't you go to booty camp? Yeah, it was called booty camp. Hi. <laughs> For like a young girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like it was stressful. Hmm. But I do remember Nia was so nice. And Nia was like, we're all going in the movies tonight. And I'm like, and what? then I, is she like inviting you? 
I don't know. I still don't know to this day because we were like, we had like this one conversation. But I think like ever, anyone was allowed to go and she like mentioned it to me and then I didn't go. Your life could have been changed forever if you want. I think about it. I do. Okay. I do. Hmm. Are you still playing house? Are you, are, are the moms <laughs> getting a night off? Um, I do. Have, are the kids really, in college really now? Like, do you have a break? <laughs> I would be genuinely scared if we were still playing house. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, like, okay, let's get I back. feel like we switched from, like, we went from house to the solo game, and then that became what we played. Yeah, that's true. The way that just, like, really sparked something in my mind. Oh, yeah, we played that I, What's the solo game? The solo game was, we would basically play... It started after we were really into dance moms. We would, there would be a judge and then the other person would, the judge would pick a song from dance moms for the other person to dance to on the spot. And then you had to like, it, not like, like really, it was like so emotional. <laughs> it was so fun. I would still play that. To this yeah, we, it, it was like an overnight thing. I feel like though, one day we just, yeah. like playing one day we just started playing the solo game and we never <laughs> looked back. No, literally. <laughs> Solo we thought we as in over. like a dance solo, not you were playing by yourselves all of a sudden. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay. You had to like it's, it's like usually it was like the song from that week. Mm, their pyramid, like a house pyramid. No, no. unfortunately yeah. not. Or fortunately. There wasn't ever a lot of playing alone. We just played together until I decided I was too old to play anymore and then the rest right. of his history <laughs> and then we played the solo game no because there was a few years where just me and molly played house yeah i mean and i think that's when i was like okay i'm done i like retired yeah because you're like pretty old right <laughs> you were pretty old well like for <laughs> i had to like formally resign and you guys were like so sad yeah because then remember one oh, yeah. year for lent for lent you like played I just remember this so vividly like one year for Lent like every day you would play with us are you serious <laughs> wow yeah it's part of it. your Lenten sacrifice I like don't know literally that was your sacrifice I don't remember that for some reason oh my gosh I just I I remember that oh it's classic well, to answer your question for where are we now, I mean, we still all, we all like either work with or have worked with kids. Like we're all in that realm of like really wanting, like we've all been nannies and we've always all like babysat and I have wanted to like work with kids and families. So I feel like that's been, um, the common thread that like definitely came from childhood and we all have like kind of similar interests um but they've changed from you know like dance moms and to now like reiki and like astrology and stuff yeah which is interesting with what leanne was saying because like it's so weird how we all grew up to have the same interest without each of us kind of doing it like together. Right. Do you want to explain who Leanne is? Like, you know what I mean? Leanne's mm -hmm. Heidi Reiki master that 
is amazing. And she talks about like past lives and stuff. She's kind of the first person that like opened me up to the idea of past lives. Cause I remember the first time that I met her, she's like, I'm getting that you were like a royal in a past life and you were poisoned and like all this stuff. And I remember like before that, I just did not even know that people actually believed in past lives. And now I like very much not even believe I just like know about them. And I guess she's the person that actually like introduced me to that. Mm -hmm. When she told you that, were you like, oh yeah, that tracks? Because the first time someone told me about a past life, I also like had never thought about it twice. And then she told me and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I would have been doing in the past. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. And I've gotten my Akashic records read too. And every time I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. You're like, yep, that is totally makes sense. Molly, do you want to read what Leanne said in your session? Yeah, should I read the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Or just like explain it? You want me to read it? Okay. Oh, yeah, read it. Okay, she got, she, okay, this is what it says. I got a past life image of a black arm, either black skin or perhaps an arm with a black sleeve, stirring a pot of a thick, dark liquid with a ribbon of red running through it. I then received insight of you and your sisters, three sisters who are also witches and were very powerful. You three have the power to harm or heal and you have come forth in this lifetime, reunited once again to work towards healing the dark energy with your light. You all realize that you have the power to create and can easily create darkness as well as light. But in this lifetime, you have chosen to create light to rid the world of the darkness. The number three is very symbolic because a triangle is the strongest form of geometry. And a triangle has three sides, three points, which is why I use the shape in today's meditation. It is very symbolic that the three of you choose to manifest together in this lifetime and in the same family to create a powerful dynamic where you each support each other, play off each other's strengths, uplift each other, and shine your light upon the world for all to heal from. That's it. Mm. (laughs) It's a lot to take in, but also it isn't because it's just like, yeah. It's right. So like it obviously, yeah, it's just accurate. Because also one thing that's unique that, at least from my perspective, I feel like it was a little different with you both, but maybe, but like when people are like, oh, do you get along with your siblings? I'm like, yeah, like we never like didn't get along. Like, obviously we had like moments, but it wasn't like, oh, we like didn't like being around each other like I wasn't close with them or whatever and so many people have either that experience in childhood or as they grow older but I feel like we like are still the same level of close obviously our relationships have like changed over the years but that's kind of unique too of like we never really had like major like arguments or fights or like just from my perspective no yeah it's definitely the same level of closeness it's just like different because I feel like a lot of siblings well I don't know I guess but I feel like a lot of siblings say that they didn't get close until they were like older mm-hmm. we were always we get close but obviously it's different now that we're older but we were always close you know 
Yeah, I don't remember us ever like fighting besides like dumb things, but not like, yeah. Cause some, no, cause like my friends growing up, like they would fight with their siblings like all day. And I remember even mama being like, yeah, they don't fight. Yeah, we literally just, if we thought we were doing it in the context of a house, exactly. it was like, no, seriously. And then just sometimes playing like, it out. That, no, yeah, that would just like start an unnecessary fight because it would be like over like parenting. Like, our fights <laughs> were not like actual fights. Like, our fights were like parenting. No, I'd literally be like, Molly, she goes in the naughty corner for six minutes. She's six years old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like those were our fights and it would just manifest <laughs> into like an actual fight because we were just getting so frustrated about house but yeah remember that time I like was it you that stuck your tongue out at me or I stuck my tongue out at you we weren't allowed to so we were like we would both do it to each other yeah <laughs> yeah that was hilarious it was. oh yeah So, I mean, did that track as well? Like, you all read that email from Leanne, and you were like, yeah, that that makes sense for us. Yeah. Well, because like I was saying, it makes so much sense to think about how we each got to this place without doing it together. Like, I never I got into spirituality without telling Emily or Heidi same with Emily same with Heidi and it's weird that we're all doing the same thing like it was just like meant to be you know yeah like we all and it's not like our family like has ever really talked about it like we all just found it on our own yeah yeah I feel like there's usually like one sibling or like like one person in the family that has like alternative views or something but we all have similar views despite like growing up in a very like traditional like mainstream way which is interesting so gotta be the past life right Right. it's giving hex girls Literally, I remember how my spiritual journey started was like, I literally thought I was a witch, but like in a different sense where I was like buying spell books and I'm like, this is it. I'm a witch. And then I just like found out about spirituality and was like, oh, I just like am discovering the truth. I don't need a spell book right now. Right. I will mention also you all grew up not too far from Salem, Massachusetts, right? It's true. And I've literally never been. I know me neither. And I, every year I want to go. I just can't stop thinking about Sophia the First right now. No. Same. (laughs) I made a music video. Because she has a good little witch episode. Because I want to be a good little witch. Right, right, right. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes. If I'm me wrong. too. Like clearly, maybe we were all in on something together. Oh, right. We were all just like stirring potion for dark, for dark magic. We were playing I house. Like, I feel like yeah. it was like whatever this dark magic was was like you guys like 
pranking someone like no it was like a bit that other people were like they're doing evil things but it was you guys like playing we're like haha but like let's play with pretending to be witches yeah playing helen keller (laughs) as a witch i wish that i could like literally see it like i just want (laughs) to see it for a second (laughs) i'm just imagining like have you seen the like hex girls episode of scooby-doo when mm, (laughs) immediate no (laughs) from all of us were like "Mm." i don't think we were allowed we weren't allowed to watch cartoons (laughs) (laughs) no like you think it's a joke but we look no we had like interesting rules i was they weren't like rigid like we just never questioned it also like it was like, like i n- i never had a curfew but i wasn't like allowed to drink soda <laughs> <laughs> no you're hitting the nail <laughs> because these things don't make the most sense right that's the thing like we never questioned it i was like wait what no one else is like this like even with tv shows like i people quote like i carly drake and josh victorious all the time i'm like i watch that last summer i think because mm-hmm. like i was i wanted to catch up with with my friends like, and dare i say it is horrible like oh it was so bad i'm like a good thing i wasn't allowed to watch this this is horrible yeah that's why we just watched brady bunch like no one that i know has ever watched brady bunch okay i've watched but, the brady bunch but not none of my friends true we were like, like full house, not really Brady Bunch. Like full house was like at least two episodes a day. Well, right. <laughs> and that's so Raven was like memorized every single episode. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Formed my whole personality. It really did. Okay, so yeah, you should go back and watch this episode of Scooby Doo. Okay. Because basically they meet these three witches the hex girls and they're they're in a band together this like iconic girl band and then they just think they're really cool and then they see them one night in the woods and they're like mixing a potion and they're like oh my gosh they're actual witches and then people are like trying to frame them for some crime or something Mm. right Anyways, that's how I imagine, like, you all in a past life. Like, you're just doing your thing, having fun, and people are, like, see you from afar in the woods, and they're, like, like yeah, framing us. Yeah. evil. Right. Yeah. I want to, I want, like, to know more. I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so greedy with information. Like, Leanne will tell me something, and I'm, like, okay, but, like, what happened after that? Did you... <laughs> get did you get the after (laughs) she's like i just get what i get (laughs) you're like well get more what do you want to be when you grow up this question is for everyone including keely (laughs) because i feel like everyone has a similar vibe of an answer i really like don't my answer has changed so much like even like these past few weeks what did you want to be when you were little versus now maybe that's the better question when i was little well i really don't even know what i wanted to be when i was little because anytime 
like for a while my answer was to be a baby that was like no molly you used to say you wanted to be mother goose (laughs) wait really heidi right i don't know okay you used to say mother goose because we had this book and there was mother goose with all these kids and you were like i want to be mother goose okay (laughs) no and i love that for myself and then you you did want to be a baby for so long Right. And then there was a period, a very short period where I wanted to be a teacher. And then college, I wanted to be, well, I still like want to be, but it's like, I don't really know anymore. Like school psychologist, therapist, mental health counselor, something of that. But more recently, after listening to your episode with the naturopath, I think it would be so cool to like go to school for that and become like a holistic doctor. But I'm like, why didn't I think that earlier? Because now I'm just doing school. No, but that's how life works. Like you do one thing that sparks another. I mean, Keely's the perfect example of that. Like changed your major how many times? So many times they told me I wasn't allowed to take any more classes. Oh, okay. Pop. (laughs) But like, yeah, you just, and then maybe you graduate or you meet someone and they like, inspire you to do like take another path and then you have a job and that inspires you to do this and that's just like the beauty of life yeah and that's the Capricorn call you know you can see it as a burden if you want but I mean I mean that's the the gift of Capricorn is like you just keep staying present to the thing right in front of you and it will guide you Mm -hmm. and it'll all work out love that it's just a slower oh. process than other people take, but at least you know mm-hmm. you're doing it right. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Capricorns. <laughs> I don't like them. No, I, like, don't either. I, like, I I'm, like, sad when I, people ask me what I am. I'm, like, Capricorn. No, I, yeah, same. I, like, mumble it. I'm, like, Capricorn. <laughs> they need help from you, Keely. I'm, like, Capricorn. Keely's a Capricorn. Well, I don't resonate. No, or maybe I do. Maybe I do. I feel like I do now that I got my birth chart read and I'm forgetting that, but I'm remembering now that I do. All both of you always say you don't enough. resonate. Both of you always say you don't resonate. And then I say like two qualities and you're like, okay, wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I'm like, yeah. Because for, for some reason, like I grew I grew up, but like the the first few years I heard about astrology, all I heard about Capricorns is that they're good with money. In this no, money. that's the only thing I really like. Well, that's not me. Right. Or they're like, they're very like, I don't know, money. Like <laughs> money. money achieving, like CEO minded. Yeah, and they that. work. They work so hard. I'm like, I have zero work ethic. So no, same. But here's what I always describe to you both. You have preconceived notions of ambition. You're picturing it in a corporate, like, CEO job. Both of you are ambitious. Like, even Molly, with you being like, I need to do this route, and I'm going to, like, get these classes and do this thing. Like, that energy of, like, I need to follow the protocol, that's, like, Capricorn ambition. And Heidi, with, like, everything with that you do where you're like I need to know I need to master this like I need to do this fully and perfectly like those are 
like that's the Capricorn energy that you both have. And I've gone on this rant before, but maybe you both haven't heard this. Like, it's not that you are trying to learn about what does Capricorn mean and who am I? You're more so looking at yourself and then being like, oh, so that's Capricorn. Like, because you are Capricorn. So you're like learning about Capricorn through yourself. So the traits that you have of like your, just like who you are and what motivates you, like that is Capricorn. True. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you and, know? And Capricorn as your son, like Capricorn being ruled by Saturn, which is this planet with rings around it that represents kind of like boundaries and restrictions and um, like external structures. If we remember that your son is your sense of identity, like you, Capricorn there tells us that like you need things in your external environment to be supportive of you to know who you are and to feel like you can really like shine and step into who you are. So it doesn't mean that like Capricorn all the things associated with Capricorn are all the things you know and love and are like striving for in your life necessarily. You know, we can look to like Venus and other planets like that that tell us, um, you know, kind of like what motivates you. But the Capricorn is telling us like you need those things are in and around you and people who like support those things to feel like you can fully express yourself. Mm -hmm. And I always think about Capricorn being like tradition like exactly what you're describing of like knowing what to expect having the structure having the boundary aquarius is the future so if we think back to the time when we went to jamaica for christmas both of you had literal mental breakdowns because you weren't following tradition and you want to know what else what for my birthday because we also spent my birthday in jamaica heidi got me fake snow we're so sad about it i spent christmas eve and we sprinkled fake snow on the sand and made heidi. It heidi i need you to repeat that <laughs> I, I spent christmas eve sobbing in the shower right right, right i was i was really really we spent christmas morning in santa hats and santa and christmas tree pajamas. yeah and no one else would wear them no. solely because they are so connected to like tradition like both of you love tradition true yeah that's capricorn at least capricorn i still brought literally my, at least i still brought my cloud pajamas yeah well you need to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> talk about tradition basically every christmas if you need an example of a capricorn here it is <laughs> like go ahead basically every christmas eve i wear the same pair of pajamas that have clouds on them and they're so small it's well they're size 16 or like six. it's not it's not the same it's not like oh like you keep buying the same pair in a different size like it's, it's the original me. pair from <laughs> what age size, like seven because they're a size six so i think i was like seven or eight or six and they went from like pants and long sleeves to like <laughs> Bermuda <laughs> short. Like, yeah, short not even capris. Skin tight Bermuda short. <laughs> you could say you could say skin tight three times and it wouldn't be enough. No, exactly. It would still be true. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and then like at this point now though I just like I lay in bed with them for like five minutes and I'm like I actually might rip a hole in these if I try to move at all no. so. and you're getting like a compression massage right <laughs> it's like yeah it's compression horrible. for sure no sleep on Christmas Eve let's just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. Oh, I actually both Capricorns. What? I said, so you're both Capricorns. Right. Oh, come think about Capricorns. I think the fact that both of you are like, oh, I don't, I like, I hate being a Capricorn is because the thought of like ambition and success stresses you out. And that's because you're a Capricorn. Because you actually care about that. Right. Heidi, okay. what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was little? Mm -hmm. I don't, like, remember. I I remember when I was, like, eight, I had this vision. I say, I don't remember, and then I give you the most. <laughs> it's going to be so detailed. But it was, like, this three-story house, and, like, the animals live on the bottom, and then the kids go in the middle, and then the older ones. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why the older ones are on the third floor, but basically they all are like helping each other out because older ones like to play with the kids and the kids like to play with the animals and the animals just like to be with the people. So that was my plan. So a companion? I don't know. I didn't get that far and I still have no idea what that is. So mm -hmm. maybe. <laughs> but I don't like remember having like something I wanted to be. I also like thought... I wanted to be a teacher slash like still think that would be so fun but like I don't want to be a teacher like in a school so like what I'm thinking is like I want to like open up like some like wilderness like spirituality school for children where we're like dancing and growing our own food and meditating and like all this stuff that oh. Because I'm like, I did not have a good school experience. So mm -hmm. I'm going to change that <laughs> for, for children. Even though, like, that's low-key how it was. Like, school isn't that old. Like, it's kind of a new concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like you, like, the um, concept of like the wounded healer like in astrology chiron like we create what we want to heal from like our individual wounds because only we know how intense the lack of that is or the wound is and so then that allows us to create and i feel like everyone who's done something in alternative education or like pioneered something like that is because they're like school didn't work for me like so they create something new yeah that makes sense I thought that's why I thought for like a year maybe I was like maybe I'll work in like a psych ward but I'm like no that's not a good idea I'm gonna just yeah like a whole new alley we're like not going into that environment because I feel like anyway like that just like is on your mind all the time like you probably go home and you're like especially I know I would go home and like still be like stressed mm -hmm. what's well, the difference between trying to fix something that's inherently not working and just living your life constantly trying to fix that thing or 
create something new that you won't have to fix because you're not going to create it from a place of brokenness. Yeah, yeah. And that would be interesting with you, Molly, thinking about the naturopathic stuff because you had horrible interactions with the medical system. I don't know if at the time you would have called them horrible, but like just like a lifelong process of like medical issues. True. So that would have been, that's kind of interesting to think like if you're now kind of looking at it from a holistic lens, like what could we do differently? Like what is this new system? Yeah. Would be love, love, love. Yeah. I used to want to be a mail carrier because I thought you could like read everyone's mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> you wanted yeah. to like snoop. Right. I wrote like this little, I remember in second grade, we had to draw a picture and write a little like sentence about what you want to be when you grow up. And I drew myself hanging off the back of a garbage truck because I wanted to be that guy that could like ride on the back of it and like throw the can into the truck. Mm. But that has since been fun. It does. Right. It did in the moment for sure. I wanted to be a marine biologist and then I realized like I wasn't great at science and I don't like being wet and I don't <laughs> okay. like animals so oh, okay. the best job. So me. why did you think you wanted to do that? Well because you know like how some girls were like horse girls yeah. I, I was a dolphin girl. Oh <laughs> there's God. a big difference and right. um, yeah, I just like loved dolphins. But did you like doodle them in class and stuff? Did you like doodle them in class and stuff? I mean, probably. I like went to SeaWorld. I like had like these, I subscribed to this like dolphin book series that I'd get in the mail. Like I collected like dolphin figurines. <laughs> yeah. Keely, Keely takes something. This is what me and Keely have in common. We take something, latch, and then we. We just go with it. It becomes our life. It's giving extreme home makeover where Ty Pennington's like, oh, she likes candy canes. And then they like build like no. a house made out the of candy canes. Trading spaces, boys versus girls being on that show was literally my life's ambition. <laughs> like I had, I was obsessed with Paige, the host of Trading Spaces, like the adult version. I like did a book report about her. Like I read her autobiography. Like I was obsessed and then I like wanted I was obsessed with like later on I wanted to be a pastry chef like I love I only watched Food Network growing up and I was obsessed with candy and so for 10 years of my life I collected candy like accoutrements and like decorations and things and like collected ceramic cupcakes to decorate my room candy themed but <laughs> it was 10 years of a giant box sitting outside my bedroom of me just collecting things like and you never I, actually made it candy themed no I did but we were like trying to move for like years so I was like I'm just gonna start collecting now and then when we move I'll like start fresh and then but then we didn't move till I was like 13 <laughs> but I was like I'm in so deep now like I have so much candy and stuff like <laughs> and I this is the Capricorn <laughs> connection <laughs> But then I had an iconic candy themed bedroom. So wait, I love that. I also love that for you. I made my room like completely Disney themed when I was like actually a senior in high school. <laughs> right. 
Right. Like I was <laughs> actually 18 years old and I was like, let me redo my room right now and make it Disney themed. <laughs> right. Literal camp. And then like when I would come home from college, like I would like have to stay in that room and I'm like, I'm literally scared. Because I did have 17 dolls on my shelf and they were all Disney. I would collect them from the Disney store and I mean that's all you need to say about that. Yeah, I was gonna say they're now in the attic, but that doesn't need to be spoken about. I feel like I do need to mention that I wanted to be like a teacher. Obviously, people on this podcast know that, but I would play school and like force Heidi and Molly to like come home from school and like have another school with me. Right. So how do you feel about that? I think we loved it. That's another thing that I like don't remember. Are you okay? Videos of it. (laughs) I think this you also did it like for my friends too. Like was it Heidi and her friends? Was I never involved? Because I do not remember that. It definitely was more of Heidi's generation, but Maeve said she remembers. Aren't you like a year apart? Two. Oh yeah, we're two years apart. I remember like when we would play school, like we would literally have, we would like pack a bag with like actual food and then there would be like actual lunchtime and then you could like actually eat food. And no, so- one thing about us is like our play was very real. <laughs> <One thing about, laughs> our play is not really play. Our play is work. <laughs> our play, yeah. No, Which no. is a child's job. That's so true. Child's job is to play and we did well. And we did it and we succeeded. <laughs> So we this wasn't like, the, like, trouble. We actually cold stopped turkey. cold turkey. No, exactly. No, well, this I don't was even not. Know what I'm exactly found you remember it, so. Wait, what do you mean stopped cold turkey? Playing house. Oh, yeah. Oh, playing house. I think it went with the school thing. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah. Like, one day we just didn't play house again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not this turning into a family. Yeah. Party. Do we need to have like a grief counseling session? <laughs> I like still want to. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, do you think you like you never got closure with not playing house anymore? Because no. Overnight. What? Because it was like overnight. Yeah. What was the last thing that was said? Where did they all end up? Who? idea the dolls the Our children. Children. This, is like, this is like they just canceled your favorite tv show and there was like no like closure for the storylines like <laughs> like where did they where did they end up there was no closure for the storylines what each, each kid had their own personality their own story oh i thought you said there was no storyline i'm like in my head there was oh like rachel and rebecca yeah. were so good at gymnastics i was just gonna say that and they stephanie so the biggest brat stephanie was I don't know why she, she had a ton. so poorly. Yeah. She was. Word, like, she, like, she was so, she, I don't know. She was, like, the rebel. It part. was the only time we would say bad words. Like, we would say stupid. In our bad words, was, like, Stephanie dumb. was saying it. We'd be like, that's stupid. Because we weren't allowed to say stupid, but Stephanie. But it wasn't us saying it. It was Stephanie saying it. So, like. We, like, lived through Stephanie. <laughs> no, but Stephanie was our, like, way like to express ourselves like stephanie literally brought out the rebel and we were like yeah 
in each one. Like Avery was so cute. I know they had their own personalities. She was so. Anna and Haley were like so laid back. <laughs> they were, and they were like low key forgotten. But like I loved them. I know. Them. I know. Oh. Yeah, right. Rachel and Rebecca could do like fifteen flips in the air at once. <laughs> they had a choreographed dance to one in the same by Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. You know <laughs> they did. <laughs> and they did it at one of their gymnastic showcases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And remember, yeah. Which was <laughs> <laughs> okay. We used to bring them like in our carry-on, like all we and it was so stressful because we had 13 that were our actual kids. And we couldn't bring 13. So we'd have to choose like kids. Only some of you get to go on this vacation, like. But one time I brought Avery. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah. And she's like an electronic doll. So they literally almost took her. And oh. we were like, <laughs> we almost threw her scary. away. Like we literally had to almost, like they didn't know what to do. And we were like. And we were still playing at that point. Because obviously we were always playing. And I'm like, you're actually going to throw my child away. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> No, it was and we bad. were like old. I'm not old, but like I was like ten. Like I knew what was going on. Like I had formed a five-year-long bond. <laughs> yeah, I think people need to understand if it's not obvious yet. Like this wasn't just like oh, we're gonna play house and every day is like a new like this is a long-standing like the same yeah, like, doll just, for years. We and didn't years. wake up and hang out with each other and say, "Do you want to play house?" It's wake up and we're like that was our life like we didn't ask to play we were just pl- we were just in it it was just automatic like we didn't ask I'm like, like okay, good morning auntie no literally like it was just a thing like it never ended in it like once it started it never ended until we woke up one morning and it never happened again but yeah but did, I, did anyone like your parents like other adults like your friends like ever question well, no. I remember, I'd like, like to say that I wasn't, like, involved in that, right? right. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't involved in that. You were older at this point when we had the 13 kids. You weren't yeah. part of our family. <laughs> <laughs> part of that family. Right, I mean, right, right. Like, we didn't have a different last well, name. Well, it was estranged. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I remember, like, like sometimes, I mean, we would bring them to restaurants, obviously, and we would like order for them. And I remember like when I was with Lily and we like did that and she was confused, Lily being my friend. Because we're like, oh, and she'll just have home fries. Did we say it to the waitress? Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> we said it to the waitress. Okay. We, yeah, brought, really Rachel and, we brought Rachel and Rebecca. Saving that for us. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. We only Molly would like it on record that she doesn't remember doing that. <laughs> no, literally, I yeah. Or remember the time like I would order for you, like if you the rare occasion where we were playing house with like each other. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Meaning like no dolls, like one of us would be the baby and one of us yeah. would be the mom. Which was that was rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the so, kids, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like how they play house is like they are the characters. Like, there's no dolls involved, but like we had actual children. 
Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure if listeners like necessarily learned new things about me, but I'm sure like new things in general have been learned (laughs) about life. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, usually we have people on and, you know, our podcast is all about intuition and like different ways and journeys of accessing that. And it sounds like what has been consistently intuitive for all three of you is the art of play and the art of like being in relationship and like being in family and like mothering. And that's like a really special thing that you all share and probably the thing that like has carried you through generations and generations as witchy women in your power is like this innate like connection to just like maternal and like feminine instinct. Keely, you just like really took that from like ratchet like (laughs) level two to like level 10 spiritual synthesis. Love that. No, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Okay, tell me your favorite thing about each one of your sisters. I okay. need to think on that. <laughs> Heidi's like having a panic attack. <laughs> oh my. Um, well, you're like getting ready to answer. <laughs> <laughs> She's like stretching. Literally. Um, thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Right, right, right. There's just like so many to choose from. That's the thing. There really is a lot. <laughs> Heidi, I let. Uh, wait, hold on. Okay, my favorite thing about Heidi is well, like one of them is like her willingness to learn. Like, she's never been someone that's, like, like, skeptical or, like, defensive. Like, I feel like you're very open to different things and, like, hearing different things and you love learning. And I feel like that's also what makes you really good with kids, which is my, which was the tie-in, which was, like, open to learning and also, like, playful. Like, just that whole, like, open spirit. And I feel like they tie in with each other and, like very playful and fun um and then molly one of my favorite things i feel like just like i just really understand what you're saying even if you just say like one word and like carries like a lot of weight and I feel like we have like a psychic connection in terms of like our language no and like how we think about things. I really think it's like the Aquarius, like Aquarius rising, Aquarius sun. Like I feel like we think about things very similarly. Yeah. I don't know if that's a trait, but I guess it's like your brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit amazing um mine about Heidi is like the same like Emily said like her I don't want to say just like outgoing but more so just the spirit sense 
which has been the same. And I wrote this in your birthday card, actually, which has been the same since we were little. Like it stayed consistent, but it's just so much more like open and free now that we're older. Thank you. I'm like so uncomfortable, but thank you. <laughs> Keely's really facilitating like therapy. I feel like you're like the um who's that guy on Bravo that like facilitates all the like reunions of the reality shows? Andy Cohen. That's you right now. You're like, all right, give him a little give him a little positive feedback to end up. Um, Emily. My favorite thing. I feel like, well, I don't know. This is hard. Like, you just like know everything, but not in like a know it all sense. You're just like so wise about literally everything. So, if I need any question answered, you'll literally answer it. And I don't know. How. <laughs> You know it, but you do. <laughs> you know? I do know. Right. <laughs> I was going to say basically, like, the same thing. Like, I feel like Emily's just so, well, I don't feel like, like, you're just so wise in low-key, like, like, I can try to explain something and then, like, give up halfway, but you, like, first of all kind of understand where i'm getting at and like you're a good listener that you're actually like well take it farther and, and yeah i feel like you're a good listener but you're also like very wise and you actually like you can feel like you, usually when you like try to talk to someone well, like i guess you could talk to the wrong people but like you like are actually actively like finding solutions whereas instead of like like you're an active listener mm, thank and, you Yes. And Molly, like, this isn't like a tree, but like, I like, <laughs> I feel like you're a very good friend, like a very good sister. Like, I love hanging out with you. And I feel like we have like the same, like, humor and like, we like are very similar in the way like like I feel like we have like the same like insecurities like we just, like are very similar <laughs> I just like like I feel like we get each other and I feel like I can like I always have you well I always have both of you yeah oh we always <laughs> have each other <laughs> yeah well, it's clear that you all have, like, such a special bond, and it's, like, such a treat to, like, have you all three on, and then to, like, I didn't just, like, ask that question because I wanted, like, a note to end on, but just because I think it's really important that we, like, convey sisterhood and, like, intentional relationship, and, like, yeah, you are all, like, so different, but, you know, you're all still connected and so supportive of each other, and I think that's, like, a really beautiful thing for people to lay witness to, because a lot of people don't have these relationships, you know, um, with their siblings, or even with their, like, chosen sisters, you know, it might not be this deep or this resonant, so it's really beautiful, and thank you all for sharing. Oh, thank you! <laughs> and thanks for, like, coming back in this life all together to do good. <laughs> I know! <laughs> uh.
<laughs> Thank you everyone for listening and we hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, I feel like there will be some really special um, content on the IG maybe. Um, yeah, just go check it out this week. Um, do you all have anything you want to plug? We literally both just said that. we're like, wait, elaborate. You know how like at the end of podcast people are like, oh, you can like find me here, like check us out. Like that's plugging. Okay, right. But like no one wants to like see my Instagram. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Yeah, mine's just a normal gal's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it is classic Heidi. Okay. Okay. Love you all. Yes, this was great. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you. Yeah.